Minky. Minky. What? Did you hear that? No. Okay, I just heard something downstairs. Well, it's an old house, so it creaks and makes noises. It wasn't a creak. Can you just can you just go check it out, please? Oh, okay. F- okay, fine. Okay, but before you check that out, will you do something else? What, grab the bat? No. I need you to go to audibletrial.com forward slash one final scare. Like right now. Are you serious? Yeah. You know why? Why? Because I have for you and all of our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial. Oh my God, why don't you leave with that? <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> To my nightmare. Or your, your nightmare. nightmare? Your nightmare? This is my nightmare. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> my nightmare to be here this early in the morning. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. Okay, but I know. when I said, what time I do I need to be here? You Eight. said 8 a.m. So yeah. I woke up at 6.15 and I hit snooze once. <laughs> and then I showered and I, then I stopped and got some coffee. And then I made my 45 minute drive here. Yeah. This is early for me. No, I know. I know. But I anticipate it. I don't even wake up this early for work days. <laughs> <laughs> so this feels like work. Oh, don't say that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Now that we hit record. That makes me sad. Now that we hit record, I'm happy. That makes me sad. But we, you know, we like shoot the shit. We Sunday. catch up. It's, it's the Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. That might be offensive to some, but I've just never heard you say that. (laughs) It was hard getting it out. It's the Lord's Day. (laughs) It was painful. Did you hear me? I was like, it was the Lord's Day. (laughs) That's weird. Don't do that again either. So anyway, we're here today to do our thing and hopefully all y'all like it. Um, there's one thing that's, that we didn't do last time. And that was tell you what we were going to watch next time. Mm-hmm. Clearly I wanted to watch night drive, but I actually, Minky told us that we couldn't watch it. Although I don't really know if it's easy to find online. Okay, I'll, I'll pull the curtains back for a second here. And, and did I you try to find it. No, I, I could have found it. Oh, we agreed. I, I mean, I was going to, I was ready to watch night drive, oh. even though I threw off. Hissy fit. Hissy fit. Yeah. Maybe we'll still watch it. But what we did not do was like. But life, t- got, life got in the way. You got you and I got really busy. Right. right? Sure. And then, but then, and then we heard but about But then Raw. new scary movies came out. And so then we decided to go to the movies. And so surprise. Go, go to the movies. We didn't get to prepare you. But um, I feel like Raw is one of those movies that a lot of people may not go watch because of the. Uh, I guess publicity around it and the, you know, the talks about how it made people queasy and it's about something rather gory and horrific. So there's a couple things. One, you can just listen. So you don't have to go watch if you're one of those people. Two, you can hit pause or stop and go go to the movie theater. Um, or three, listen to it and watch it later. Yeah, you could do all of those three things. Do And you could also... Sure. One of those three. You could do, technically you could do two of them maybe, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about it beginning to end, right? We're going to talk about yeah. it beginning to, to the to very raw end. Actually, we're going to try to recall. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to do a good it. job of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try my best to recall. And then I, um, 
in, in the near fashion. I think we'll be okay. I really do. I think okay. um, this movie, unlike others that we watched. Why did we take notes during the movie? Because it was in a black theater. <laughs> this this People is do. this is movie interesting because yeah. this is the is this the first movie we're actually doing where we went to the movie theater to see it? Yeah, it is. It is. Is it? Yeah. So okay. we so this is the first time we didn't write. It was notes. it was impulsive, right? It was just it was a little impulsive. We were like, but we kind of knew we should do this. It's good to do new movies every once in a while, uh, mix things up. Um, so here's you know, and and we're about to, we're gonna go into talk talking about PR for movies. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for the hype of the movie, you and I would have it would have never came in our radar, right? As as when it did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time. That PR does hype the movie a bit more than that's why it it's is. called PR, baby. <laughs> um, well, and it's funny because do you agree? I don't. Uh, why it caught our eye? I mean, I don't I think mean, it's our eye. I think it's like America. Well, and it came to America. I don't know how many months ago. I mean, it just got here, right? I know, but, but there are a lot of movies, horror movies year. that gets released almost every week, right? Um, but really, yeah. Every week, yeah, I don't it's know. almost every week. It's hard. You should like, check. I know that uh, growing up, we had one movie theater growing up, and it was so rare for the wow. horror movies uh, in, in in Southern Maryland. Yeah, in the, in, um, in the country. Yeah, I can understand having one movie. theater. We had one movie theater, and actually, we did have another movie theater. It was a dollar theater. Was it? And was they would it play outside? like old movie. I remember going to see like The Bodyguard years after it came out for a dollar. <laughs> was it like outside in a farm? Like no, it was near our mall. Drive. Okay, the St. Charles Town Center <laughs> Mall. Thank you very much. Um, so we had one movie theater, and I remember as a child and a kid and a teenager who always loved horror movies, I was always so mad because the big horror movies would very infrequently end up at our movie theater, which is really annoying. So I think now that I work in DC, I'm super lucky to have E street cinema. Like the landmark theaters are really good about getting indie films, indie films and, and for in horror, uh, I'm sorry, foreign films, which I think you and I were kind of talking that, um, I think American audiences, there's, I know a lot of people who don't like watching foreign films because they get hung up on the subtitles. I know I, you just said it and I've had people, I think I've heard a couple of people be like, oh, it's in subtitles. Ugh. You know, which I just don't understand. I, I, like, I kind of get it and I kind of don't get it. I mean, but it takes, it takes maybe watching handful of subtitle films to yeah. get, get over it. To get used yeah. to it. Well, you brought up a good point when you and I were talking about this, that maybe the one thing that happens when you're watching a movie in subtitles is that you're not getting the full, like, can you judge if an actor is good or not? If you're not hearing you, you're not understanding kind of what they're saying, you're reading it and maybe there's something that's lost yeah, in I translation. Mean, some of it, yeah. Some of it gets lost in translation, sure. right? Some of those little small um, emotions mm-hmm. are, are slangs or are curse words, right. the impact of certain curse words, things like that. Um, uh, it, they change when you have to translate them. Or like when they're putting emphasis, like when the actress deciding to put emphasis on certain words, like we're mm-hmm. not really mm-hmm. picking up on that. So I think like audiences, there's definitely something that's missed, you know, when we're watching it. But um, I think others probably don't like watching it because I would say it is a bit hard to make sure you're watching the movie for what it is and you're not just caught up just reading all the words one after the next. I mean, I can see, what, I guess, why people wouldn't, prefer it. But I guess my point is, is I'm happy that we've got access to films like these. And, um, 
that I don't just, I'm not just stuck in Southern Maryland anymore <laughs> because uh, what? what do you mean? You're like physically stuck? No, no. You're stuck in just there. with my one, <laughs> my one movie theater that oh, would never, ever bring raw sure, to sure. Waldorf, Maryland. Sure. Okay. Um, so, and you I, and I, I do, I do, I do miss 99 cent theaters though. Me too. Mm. When movies were nice. And the popcorn was cheap. You wouldn't walk out spending $70 See, on I, some food and some tickets. I, popcorn was never my thing. My movie oh, theater damn. candy. This is a good trans, transition. Um, my um, movie theater candy was always Twizzlers. Uh, always. Yeah. And they're like six bucks now for yeah. a pack. <laughs> they used to be like $1.50. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I still owe you money for the food we got while watching Raw, which I is actually really oh. funny too that we got all that food and we were like walking in knowing that apparently people have thrown up in this film and we're like, we're going to eat chicken fingers. Chicken and fingers and pretzels. Crab, cheese stuff, crab pretzels. Crab and cheese pretzels. Crab. How was that crab and pretzels? <laughs> that I did that not share? Yeah. I really thought you got the jalapeno cheese one and like you would just eat that yourself and I would eat my crab and cheese one by myself because I ordered it like last minute. That conclusion with yourself, you because we never you, discussed it because you were kind of just getting down on the like jalapeno cheddar pretzel anyway. And then I was like, Well, I'll just finish this one that I chose, and then we would share those other things, yeah. So I'll pay back yeah. for that crab pretzel that I ate. Demo, just demo, demo. Okay, so uh, basically, I think, I think our, I don't know, I, again, I don't know when this movie exists actually came to the states but i know it came out last year in 2016 um it came out came over 2017 what do you mean well like when what month i mean we started exactly what day they, what, they what sent day, it over Mickey? i need to know <laughs> no i'm kidding um so it's in theaters now and there's a couple big horror movies out life is another one um so it's kind of an exciting time i guess the summer season's hitting and we're gonna have to definitely go check out more movies but um in any case you and i talked about did you know I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say you and I talked about all this publicity that we keep hearing about people yeah. fainting and having to pass out barf bags. And you never know if this is real or not. I mean, with social media the way it is, has anybody seen a picture of someone actually vomiting? Because, you know, people snap photos of people doing stupid shit all the time. Or do are there pictures of people passing out barf bags? I need to I know, know if this shit is real because I don't believe it. It was it was it was a good PR hype. It I is. Mean, and again, that's why I was saying, you know, it's sort of all the cover rich for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the the, the quote unquote, the horror more? that was happening in the, in the, in the seats. Yeah. Um, was like, what the hell is going, is this movie that gory? Right. Like, and all the clickbait headlines for the, you know, for yeah, the yeah. movie, I was like, oh, we have to watch this movie now. Cannibalism too raw for people to watch, you know, things like yeah. that. Um, it, but so I think we should acknowledge too this raw. is not the first movie that has apparently made people sick, you know, from how gross it is. And I was just trying to recall some movie. I remember with, when VHS came out. And see, everything's always a friggin' letdown to me. And I, and I have to say, like, spoiler, it, this was not the movie everything, itself, but th- this movie never made me feel cringed. Like, I wasn't, it was not cringeworthy to me, but no. I guess I'm, yeah. I'm of a different breed. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so VHS, I remember it was, people apparently puked in that. Too. I don't remember that. And like, come on, VHS. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was the scene. Remember when the girl had to like dig something out of her? Uh, she was like, I think it was the one where they were skyping each other. Oh yeah. She was like digging something out of her torso. I can't remember. And then, um, I think, uh, what was it? The Exorcist. That one was known to give people heart attacks. Heart attacks. 
And that's not the only, like, and not that this is a horror movie, but apparently Passion of the Christ, I looked this up, Passion of the Christ, like during the crucifix, crucifixion scene, apparently somebody had a fatal heart attack. Yeah. And then Antichrist, well, uh, was it, you said all the Lars von Trier movies have made people <laughs> like seize or vomit, but apparently Antichrist is one of them, which I have wow. not seen, which is bad. Oh, you haven't? I haven't. You don't know, so you don't know this scene that... I don't. Makes, it's making people cringe and like look away. From Antichrist? Yeah. No. Oh, I know. we might have to pause this podcast <laughs> and go watch that scene real quick for you. Yeah. I mean, you might, you might do that. Okay. Men more so than women. Okay. If you get my drift. If I get your drift. Um, and then Conjuring 2, I read a very interesting article. Apparently some guy in India um, was watching this in the theater and what did, I t- did he have a heart attack? I think he had a heart attack. Wound up dying. Mm. Okay, this is in three newspaper articles that I read. Apparently, an ambulance came and got him. And something along the lines of, uh, like, this is freaking weird. They were going to trans, like, they were going to take his body to, I don't know, some hospital center or college center or something. His body's missing now. <laughs> So I don't that know if like all of this is fake. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. very well could be. I would love to know what's real and what's not real. But um, there's one last one I want to mention, only because I kind of want us to watch this one. Maybe not next, but at some point. There's a movie called Bite that came out uh, in 2015. Bite. <laughs> yeah, And it sounds pretty cool. And uh, this one does kind of sound legit. Apparently somebody was trying to leave and fell and hit their head. So an ambulance came. So to <laughs> That's me, that, funny. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Maybe it was bad that they were like, I, I gotta get out. This move's so stupid. I'm, I'm leaving. Though it is reported that a couple people did faint uh, and vomit while watching the movie too. So let's check Since that one out too. That's, okay. So we're, did you, we're just going to be let down again. I know. We, as, as I typically am, you know? <laughs> um, so this movie got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh Let's. Oh, really? Yeah, it did. Raw. Oh. Raw did. Sorry. Um, my bad. Um, would you say that you ever had any moments of being no. disgusted or repulsed in this and while watching Raw? Every time I work with you. Oh, I, while watching Raw, Raw, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. 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 Right? There was, you know, some like real life animal scenes in the movie. Like animalistic scenes, you mean? No. What, what do you when, mean? When, like. I don't want to get into the movie itself right now. Talking about like the horse? The cow. The cow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, eh, you know, you kind of like, Ugh, mm-hmm. like that, but it wasn't nothing you, nothing out of the ordinary. So let me ask you this. Do you think you being someone who thinks jump scares are kind of cheap thrills? Do you think that this movie tactics, right? Like, do you, cheap th- tactics. sure. Do you think that there were any, um, scenes then since there were a lot of, gory scenes or kind of gross scenes or mm-hmm. what have you. Do you think there were any that were cheap in this movie or do you think there was no. any? No? No. So you I think everything was fitting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember having those feelings. Mm-hmm. So no. That, That's that good. I think of. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, well, is the other thing I wanted to ask you, because I really don't know. Do you have any movie that you can recall that you felt like disgust that disgust I mean that's the thing I'm like I know there's people that when I've talked to people and I'll be like oh my god yeah I had this cut and it was bleeding and somebody will be like oh my god stop oh my god stop I'm getting queasy you know or somebody was like I can't watch that I get so grossed out do you ever ever get like that Uh, I think there's two different levels like Uh in Blade 2 Blade 2 yeah when the Reapers and uh, when their jaw 
like would opens. open up. Yeah. And I remember going, oh my God, that's disgusting mm-hmm. looking. But at the same time, I couldn't look away. I was fascinated. I was mm-hmm. like, holy crap, this is amazing, this creature design, right? And then they have a scene where they um, uh, uh, cut into one of the Reapers, remember? It's like a whole procedural mm-hmm. scene, like autopsy. It's mm-hmm. more like an autopsy, mm-hmm. right? And they show all this, like the organs moving and all that. I think that was, wow, disgusting looking. Like, I think that's, I, I love scenes like that. Yeah. Like, that's one of the reasons I loved Autopsy of yeah. um, Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and those sort of, I don't know, scenes in horror movies. But then there are other type of movies um, that I can't, that I will, that horrifies me, that disgusts me. Certain mm-hmm. certain um, scenes, yeah, that I don't feel comf- that feel f- that I feel they comfortable. Feel yeah. yeah, and one of them is um, f- I don't know, uh, like like sexual violence. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? Like rape, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I watched, I half watched a movie called Irreversible. Yeah. I even own that movie. I don't know why I own it. It's like you feel um, bad about it yeah. because of the scene. Yeah, and there is a 12-minute mm-hmm. rape scene that is, that it's, um, and there's no um, cuts. Yeah. The camera's on the floor. Yeah. And it runs, and it's, it's I, um, I, I couldn't make it through it. I just, I turned it off. Yeah. Like, yeah, I couldn't. And it's, it's got like big time movies, the French, um, French movie stars. Right. Um, uh, Monica Bellucci and her mm-hmm. husband at the time, right? What's um, Vincent? Uh, oh my God, I can't remember his name. I forget his name, but I was just talking this, about Monica Bellucci. This show the is, should be called, like, I forgot. I forgot. I forget the name. <laughs> it's, we always forget the I, name. I, um, being probably just a human, but being a female, rape scenes are really, really hard for me sometimes. I mean, I think it's just a human thing. Right? It is a human yeah. thing, but, but for, I think for females, it probably is a lot worse because the fear is much more real for us that it could happen. And I remember watching, uh, the original last house on the left years and years ago by myself and Vincent the, Castle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vincent Castle. Vincent Castle. Yeah. I remember watching, uh, last house on the left long time ago by myself. And I remember the rape scene in the woods, I was so I remember being really sickened by that. And then I actually remember watching a uh, an interview with um, Wes Craven, right? The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so it was Wes Craven and he was talking about how that day of filming, they all did it. uh, You know, they recorded all afternoon and then they had to break for lunch. And he said they all generally just felt really sickened and nobody could eat. So it's it's interesting. I mean, rape scenes are one thing. I th- there's one other scene for me, and I guess maybe it is kind of related. There's only one scene literally in my mind that I remember being repulsed by, and I remember being in the movie theater kind of feeling like I could see walking out. And I'll tell you what it is. And I know it sounds silly because it's a remake, but it was um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake with Jessica Biel and Arlie Ermey. I think it, it, was, it came out, like, uh, I think 2003. So... There's this, I'm not sure if I saw that. Right. Maybe I did see that. So oh. there's a parallel. In the original movie, it starts mm-hmm. with uh, them in a van picking up a hitchhiker, right? And that kind of goes awry in one way or another. The remake, they tried to, I think, an- uh, up the ante with the terrifyingness. So they pick up a hitchhiker. It's a female this time, and she's got, like, blood all between her legs. And she gets in the back of the van. And this isn't the, the part, by the way, but I have to lead you up why this is so terrible to me. She gets in the back of the van and they're like, what happened to you? Are you okay? And she pulls out a, uh, a gun from her vagina. 
All right. And she literally then looks at them and she's like, you're all going to die. And then she puts the gun in her mouth and she blows brains out. That part is not the part that got that. That happens early on. The part that gets me is when Arlie Ermy, who's this like twisted sheriff of the town, he comes to like basically, I mean, he's terrorizing the kids. And little do you know, it's because he's part of the family. But he makes one of the kids that, you know, the people our main people in the movie sit in her like blood stained seat in the back of that van. And he takes the gun that we know previously came was, yeah. from, you know, where um, and was inserted into the woman's mouth to shoot herself. It's like covered in shit. Arlie Ermy picks it up and he's threatening the guy and he's shoving it in the kid's mouth the whole time. And he's threatening to kill him. And I remember feeling, feeling so uncomfortable and sickened. And I really was, I think I was actually getting pretty queasy about that. And I don't know if it I was, was a child. No, I was, uh, in my twenties. No, the, oh. the kid in the movie. You said the uh, well. I'm sorry. I'm calling them kids. They're you know they're they're like uh, teens. They're te- are they supposed to be teens or twenties? They're they're probably twenty oh, something. Okay, okay. Sorry. I was thinking of like he was He's doing not that a to child. a child. Okay. No, I mean he was probably like eighteen to twenty years old. Uh, but it just I, it might have been because of where the gun came from. It might have just I don't know. All of it together, I was like, this is a really it's, wrong scene. Yeah. Huh. It was gross. So, but that's that's my story. Doesn't seem that bad the way you described it. Really. <laughs> Go watch it, man. It's oh. a little, it's a little rough, yeah. but maybe people should write us in. How about that? Maybe people should write us in the, uh, the stories that they have of movies that made them really repulsed or queasy or nauseous or vomiting. Yeah. And, um, they, they recommend us watching. Yeah. We'll hey, let's it. do that. Yeah. Cause at the end we'll read our listener mail, but just so people know our listener mail was a little different this time. It was kind of a, a bunch of recommendations for movies to watch, which it was the first Looks one we got of that. Yeah. So write us in if you have something for us to watch. Nothing, you know, our format, it's not written in stone here. No, it's not. You know, you know we're, we're flexible. Why? What am I going <laughs> It just went dark. Um, so let's talk about the movie because I raw. think that's why everybody came to listen. Yeah. Raw. And ho- but as long as we just talked, we gave people enough time to figure out if they want to go watch it first or not. <laughs> uh, um, the first raw movie I saw was Eddie Murphy raw. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this one. It's not that one. Oh my God. That'd be so funny if we started covering that movie though. <laughs> like what the fuck? Um, all right. So, uh, do you want me to take the, take the first stab at no. the beginning since you said you might have forgotten some of it? Maybe I'll get you moving. I'll get you rolling. I mean, I remember the very, very you, beginning. You remember the very, very yeah, beginning? It opens up. It opens up. I, even before the title comes up, right? Yeah. Um, a cold open. Yep. It's this beautiful countryside. Totally. In, in, um, in France. And it's, we were just staring down a, a road with trees going into the um, uh, vanishing horizon. Mm-hmm. Right? All the way. Perfectly in perspective. Like totally yeah. Camera symmetrical. Camera in the center. Yeah. yeah. In the center. And like then, the camera's almost like on the street itself, on yeah. the road looking out. Yeah. And then um, a car enters from one of the uh, sides of the scene, uh, screen and it's driving away. Um, and then all of a sudden you see a girl jump right in front of the, front of the car out, out of from nowhere. A tree. Out from like hiding in bushes or trees. Well, was, there were trees that, mm-hmm. that lined the street, Obviously it was right? hiding. Right? Mm-hmm. She was hiding. Yeah, yeah. And she jumps out onto the road and the, to avoid her, the car like, you know, violently um, uh, takes a turn and goes right into another tree. Another tree. Right. And then it cuts. In, um, well, you see that that person stand up from the ground and just walk really slowly over to the car, to the driver's side door. And then just like, well, I was going to say she actually in. she was on the ground for a little bit. Um, and then she gets up. Clearly, she's OK. And mm-hmm. she and this is done. 
intentionally. Yeah. And she walks up um, to the car. We Now it's a close-up of the car. No, it's not close-up. I was going to say, it's very interesting. And the, the, it was still far away enough that you couldn't make out the person. Oh, actually, you know what? I ain't getting... Because it happens again. That's what I'm thinking about. You're thinking of it later. This camera angle does not change. Like that's the interesting Mm -hmm. thing about this. And then she walks up to the uh, to the car. Um, It's a wide shot the whole Mm -hmm. time. Yep. And then and then screen goes black and raw title appears in red. Is it red? Right? It's in red. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in a gradient. Mm -hmm. I remember being like, "Wow, this looks like yeah." The music was really good from the outset. It, it, it had like a throwback to, um, I don't know, maybe like 60s, 70s horror sounds, but it definitely had an updated quality to it. I don't know how to explain that. I'm not good with explaining music, but I just remember being like, this was exactly the right choice of music for this movie. I don't, yeah. Did you feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, so after that, we are introduced to uh, a mother and a father and a daughter. A daughter. And the daughter, we'll just note now. Just Justine. Oh, her name's Justine. Yeah, her her yeah. name is Justine. But um, we'll just we'll just say uh, what? the filmmakers chose this actress. I, I don't. I, we don't know these actresses and actors obviously because we don't. We just don't know them because they're French actors and actresses that we're unfamiliar with. However, um, I did hear that this young actress is only in real life 15. She was only 15 when they filmed this, which is very interesting for a couple of reasons. <laughs> You'll find out more when we get there. But um, this is something America does not typically do. One, this girl is portraying somebody who's coming to college for the first, you know, she's being dropped off at college. So you're what? 18 when that actually happens in real life. And so they chose to have somebody 15 years old. And I think that was for a reason, right? To make her seem more vulnerable and more young and what have you. Um, If this was an American movie, they probably would have hired somebody who was 27 to play like an 18 year old as we typically do. We stay really safe to uh, almost. And that's okay too. It's just, it's, you can like read into it so much. Sometimes it bothers me, but anyhow, it's a, it's a father and a mother and we've got a uh, young Justine and, uh, we, I think they go to like a cafeteria or a diner or something like that to grab lunch before they end up at on where we're, where, yeah, yeah, on this road on trip, wherever trip. we know, where we are not sure where they're going. Yeah. And, um, they're going through the line to, to get food and Justine, uh, just gets mashed potatoes from, you know, this variety of food that she can get. And uh, she makes a point to only get the mashed potatoes. Yeah. And I, I kind of want to say the, he, the person serving the food was like, do you want you, this? And she's yeah. like, nope, just these. Just that, yeah. So she sits down with her parents and she's eating. And all of a sudden it's like, you don't know if she bites her tongue or if there's something, what's going on. And she's like, mm, mm, mm. and her mom's like, spit it out, spit it out. So it's a meatball. Okay. And Has, yeah, fallen. If she, so she spits it out Fun and the stuff. mother is pissed she's so pissed she's and the girl goes no mom it's okay it's okay and she goes no it's not okay and she runs over for us i mean for me if that would happen i would be like oh extra 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 it's a special meatball extra food Uh, but the mom is like not having it so we know that they're vegetarian or vegans right and the mom goes over off screen you can hear her saying it and she's like yelling and she's kind of like you don't understand this is like we We don't eat meat you know and then uh, and she's irate. the father's like, do you want some of my food? And she's like, no, it's fine. And uh, so the dad is obviously more calm about their ways. And the mother's the one who's very much more stern mm-hmm. about this. Right. Um, so they get back it's in the like, car. It's like it was her idea. 
for the family to go vegetarian. To vegetarian. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I just oh, go on yeah, a, a sneak of the meat, you know, on the like, side. Well, yeah. <laughs> when I go to work, lunch, I eat hamburgers or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So after that, they get on the road and they make some comments about her older sister. Like, I wonder if she's going to be there or something like that. I wonder if she'll show up. Um, and basically, they drop her off in a parking lot to which you, you, finally find out later in the evening and we'll just cut to the chase that they're dropping her off at college and it's her first year and it's veterinarian school. Yeah. So, uh, but when they drop her off, they're giving their kisses and hugs goodbye. And of course her older sister who we find out later, later's name, I think like Alexa, Alexia. Alex, Alexia. Uh, so she doesn't show up to say hi to mom and dad for whatever reason. Um, you can tell she's clearly the black sheep of the family. It seems anyhow, uh, or the troublemaker or the something, troublemaker. right? Yeah. So they, they hug and kiss their daughter. So, yeah. I mean, so she is, we get to, um, fairly smart one of the family, right? Because mm-hmm. you already like, wait a minute, this is college. She looks fairly young to be going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she looks like a freshman. But we find out that she's. You find out later. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes into her dorm room and she doesn't have a roommate just yet. She's getting. I think it's like nighttime, nightfall, and she's about to go to bed. And uh, all of a sudden, the door rips open, and she's like, "I requested a female roommate." And he's like, "Well, you got a gay, so uh, that's <laughs> what you got. Thing, it's me." Whatever, yeah. And it's like not twenty seconds after that that the doors bust open, and uh, these people—you have no idea what the fuck is going on—but they've got these crazy masks on, and they've got. Their white kind of lab lab coats, lab but coats, it was like painted and had like graffiti, graffiti all, over, all them, right? over it. And they're really angry people, and they're basically pulling Take, every single person out of their dorm rooms to come out in the hallway. And they're taking their mattresses and throwing them out the window. Yeah, and messing up the rooms. Yeah, messing greatly. up the rooms. I mean, I would have been. I can Pissed. see. We we kind of guess where this was going. Like this is an initiation for something. I didn't know what the hell I was going on. I would have yeah. been. I would. I would have been fighting in the hallways, I've like never throwing seen punches and kicks. I was like, what yeah. the hell, like. I yeah. don't know if this is like, I know this is a, you know, hazing happens within fraternities and sororities, but I've never known of a full college that when you get in the whole entire college just gets hazed. Yeah. So maybe that's something with schools that are directly specialty. for, yeah, maybe like specialty schools, then I guess right? you're kind of a fraternity in itself, if yeah. you will. But in any case, you don't really know what the hell's going on. And all the, the noobs are basically lined up out into the hallway and these people are screaming at them and they're basically, they're like in their tank tops and just underwear, underwear. you know, no underwear. bras. So they're very, um, and, and so let's, let's just give a nod to our young Justine. She's looking very little and, uh, you know, weak and scared timid. and timid and very vulnerable. Confused. Yeah. yeah. So she and everyone else gets corralled outside. And when the scene cuts, you're like, what in the world? They're all crawling on all fours, like everybody. And they keep like panning the camera yeah. out further and further to see. Yeah, we have no idea where they're All going. these kids are going somewhere. So when they finally end up uh, to what looks to be almost like a warehouse room, uh, the guys are like, okay, you know, and they're well, screaming at them the door, yeah, and they open up the door, door and there's this huge, huge freaking rave club. party. It's- and I was like, oh, is this going to be like the scene from Blade? Like the opening scene from Blade. <laughs> so they all go in and, um, basically they take off their masks. They're like, Hey, happy party. Like go, f- go party your asses yeah. off. And they're just shoving like pills and in people's mouths and drinks. Alcohol. Yeah. And, and everyone's, everyone's dancing, dancing in their underwear. And naked. They, There's women literally be, topless. What he says to one of the girls, like be um, like, be as slutty as you can. And then they, they pull up 
their tank tops, remember? Yeah, yeah, like and flash. Taking a photo. Yeah, they're taking a photo and, and young, selfies. She goes and starts looking for her sister, who she's like certain her older sister's here. And she's right, she finds her. And um, her sister's partying it down, and then her sister's so excited to see her. And then also, apparently, her family dog is there with her. <laughs> she's like, Quickie, come with us. And she's like trying to take her yeah. out so she can talk to her. So, so I she, guess in veterinary school, you can bring your pets. Uh, apparently. Right? I've never known a school like that. I couldn't even bring my car the first year. Like, you get to bring your fucking dog. I know. Um, actually, people had dogs in college. I just realized one of my best friends in had dorms? Dogs. No. They were in dorms. But her sister was a senior. So she wasn't necessarily living in a dorm. It could have been an apartment. You're allowed to have dogs in some I apartments. I swear she, she stayed in a different floor. Did she not stay on a different floor I of the building? Know. It could be, but okay, so she, she's like, quickie, come. And she takes uh, her little sister and she kind of gets her into this hallway so that they can have some quiet time. And she, um, basically there's uh, this hallway f- pitch black and she's walking her sister through and, uh, Justine's like, Ale- Alexia, like, where are you? What's going on? And you can tell Alexia's like kind of fucking with her a little bit, but then she winds up turning on a light, uh, what's it called? Flashlight. And there's these photos on the wall and these photos are all of the initiation classes of every year prior to. And she takes her all the way down the wall and she goes, look at this one. And you can kind of see as she's going through a little bit that all of the class photos, everybody's in their white lab jackets and they're all covered in blood, like Carrie style. Right. Um, and you don't know what that's all about just yet. And then the, I think Justine says something like, what's up with this? Like a fraternity, like you said. Exactly. And she's kind of like, well, you'll go through it too. And she kind of makes a nod to you better like go along with all the initiation rites pretty much. And then she points and she goes, do you recognize that? Do you recognize (laughs) someone in this? And she goes, oh my God, is that mom? And she goes, and, and dad. And dad. And she goes, both, yep. yep. And she goes, I cannot believe that they're in this yeah. picture covered in blood. And she goes, well, it's like, you better and believe look it. on their face. Like, yeah. they, don't, they don't act like that or they yeah. don't smile like that look anymore. Look at them. They're yeah, so happy. They're happy. Yeah. yeah. So we know that this is a family tradition to come to this school. Um, so. Where Which is a we- nice way of showing it instead of telling it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Because, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, they could have easily said. In the beginning, when they were dropping her off, like how important, but um, the the school is to them because they went there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she, even though she does loot, she goes, "Wow, it looks more um, dilapidated than than I remember." Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so we're like, "Oh, they, what, what is this? Like, she's been here before." Yeah. So yeah. We, we also when they dropped the sister off, right, the first time, mm-hmm. but no, it was like when they went there, right, together, right. So basically the next morning comes, it's pretty early and they're, they're corralling all the students again to now come out and they all have their, uh, lab coats lab on coats that on. obviously, you know, mm. we know, we kind of think we know what's going to happen, but they all get corralled into one big group. Uh, and as they're actually making their way to get there, there's this little table and there's this guy and there's a guy with a jar. And as each student kind of walks up to the table, he pulls out this little piece of disgustingness and he makes them eat it. And as Justine walks up to realize that basically one of the initiations it's is like a kidney bean, right? A kidney bean? Yeah. No, it's a rabbit kidney. <laughs> um, so basically he goes, eat this. Yeah. And Justine goes, no, I'm a no. vegetarian. And he goes, what? And she goes, seriously, like, go, my sister, like, my sister's over there. Like, tell, she'll tell you, I'm a vegetarian. I can't eat this. He doesn't care. He's he like, kind of yeah, doesn't yeah. care, but he kind of was like, is this true? And she comes over and she goes, no. And she goes, what do you mean, no? We're all vegetarians in the family. And she goes, eat this now. She kind of like says to her, like, 
you better eat this. Like you don't embarrass me pretty much is kind of her uh, look that she's giving her younger sister. And she says, well, why don't you eat it for me then? And I'll be like, you can do it then if you're okay with it. And so she eats one, but she's uh, basically Alexia eats one, but she Excellent. still takes another one out and she starts shoving it in her sister's yeah. mouth and she eats, it. she eats it, but then she runs and she pukes. So she does it. And then everybody kind of gets together and what? She dry heaves it. Does she actually puke? Then it would have came back out. It would have came back out, right? Yeah, it probably did. But at least she put it in her mouth. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave that one alone. Let's move on. (laughs) So uh, they go together and yes, they're about to take this class photo. And little do they know there's a bunch of seniors kind of above them. Mm -hmm. And her sister's one of them. And they all dump blood all over them in their lab coats. Justine is not really happy like everyone else. I think she's starting to wonder kind of what she's gotten herself into. And also, I think she's probably a bit surprised about her older sister and her habits and her behaviors. What has happened to her over the past four years, right? Um, So then I believe what happens next is um, I'm pretty sure like Justine starts growing a relationship with her roommate, um, Adrian. Adrian, yes. And uh, so her roommate, Adrian, is a really nice guy. As we mentioned, he's gay. Um, He's kind of taking her under his wing. So even though her sister should maybe be playing that role and she realizes she kind of isn't, she's almost a... Um, Adrian kind of looks like Drake too, doesn't he? Drake, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. You said a you said a younger version of the guy that played Shane and Walking Dead. Yeah, that's Dead. him too. So he's a really nice guy, okay, and he's literally treating her like his little sister almost. Um, he's the character in movies where you're like um, a fish out of the water movies. You know, he's that one character who like t- you know. Um, handholds you through and uh, teaches you the yeah. ways of this country or this whatever. Sure. And he definitely makes fraternity. me feel calm and he's certainly he's the, that character. He's probably the yeah. only protagonist truly in the film, right? Like at the end of everything. Like I think he's truly the only good person maybe after all is said and done. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, let's figure that one out. But <laughs> um, okay. So um, I think happens fairly quickly but our our lead justine after the next day passes she's starting to find herself very hungry you can hear stomach pains very very loud stomach pains not a whole lot unlike yours from earlier (laughs) um and uh and she can't figure out what the frick is going on right they go to the lunch hall her and Adrian are walking together to get their plates, and uh, she puts a she puts a lot of vegetarian food on her plate. And for whatever reason, she uses her hand to grab a burger that's sitting in some gravy, and she shoves it in her lab coat pocket. Yeah, which is super strange. She didn't want people to know that. She, she didn't was, want people to yeah. know, but who she cares? Was, yeah. So I think this is like where you start picking up. It's like, oh, when you have this perception that everybody will judge you if you are supposed to be a certain way. And she has now kind of outwardly said Mm -hmm. she's a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. So, but she's clearly having some kind of craving. So she puts the thing in her pocket. And then when they get to the, um, the checkout stand, the woman knew it. Right. And she goes, are you going to pay for everything? And and Justine kind of looks at her sheepishly, sheepishly. And she's like, what are you talking about? And Adrian just covers for her and just, pays for her and but the lunch lady still at the checkout counter still makes her pull that burger out of her pocket to to prove that she stole it right oh no it was it wasn't that it was he's like i'll pay for it whatever and she goes i still need to know what it is so i can ring it up yeah that's why he pulled it out yeah so she pulls it out and and it's just like dripping (laughs) and it's so awkward and uncomfortable (laughs) and um and basically they go and they sit down i don't even think she eats i think she drops it in the trash can she's almost like ashamed of it yeah she did she threw it in the trash can 
So something's happening. Something's she's happening. She's losing her appetite yep. about certain food. Yeah. And, and then at nighttime, hungry. she's still hungry. And at nighttime, we see Justine's in bed sleeping, and she starts itching violently. Okay, itching. Which I've done before in the yeah. violently. Yeah. And um, it, clearly she doesn't have sunburn. So what the hell's going on, right? And she turns on a light. She turns on like her overhead light. When she looks down, I mean, her skin is got the worst rash, rash you could ever red. imagine in your life. Yeah, and her She's arms. And her, then she pulls her shirt up. That's the big reveal. It's like, oh my god, it's stomach. all over her stomach. It's kind of everywhere but her face. Um, and so she That's panics. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe the next day she's like, I need, I think it, it's, it's worrisome enough that she goes to the, you know, health clinic or what have you. And we, she visits a doctor and she kind of shows her, her body. And the, the woman actually kind of cuts, gets, gets to it rather quickly. She's like, have you eaten something different? You know, you, have you used yeah, up something different? Allergic? Right. And she goes, well, I'm a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I was kind of forced to eat a rabbit kidney. <laughs> And she goes, well, why do you feel like you have to do things that people are telling you to do? And I think, okay, so the doctor's probably another protagonist in the film because she shares a story a bit about another student who was rather overweight and was frequently made fun of. And I think the doctor gave the overweight girl some, uh, what is it called, like respite. Like she was really kind to her and... Um, and she didn't even acknowledge that she was overweight. That she was overweight. And so really fat, she shared but. a story about how then that girl learned to kind of lay low and um, kind of go through her first challenging semester without really being noticed and, and like not falling victim to pressures. And so I think Justine is supposed to learn this lesson, you know, after she's kind of, although we know that she's about to still go through a lot of rituals you know, all throughout her first semester. So it's like, how is Justine going to be able to lay low and fly under the, you know, the radar of her sister, especially who's kind of got the watchful eye and making sure that she's doing everything that she's supposed to be doing. So we don't know where that's going to go, but basically the doctor is very kind to her too. She, she peels off a bunch of the skin layers and applies some ointment. And then she gives it to her and goes, here you go. Put this on frequently. Oh, and I should mention, she first asked her, like, Are you sexually active? Like at yeah, first she was that's like, that's yeah. And she, but she goes, it is a big part of the, yeah. this is a big part and of the she movie. Says she's she goes, no, no, virgin. Yeah. So we've got a very virginal vegetarian do-gooder who's thrown into a heap of a different situation. Thrown into like, like hell, right? Yeah. Like anything goes. Yeah, very yeah. well could be perceived that like, way. We yeah. don't really see them in class very much. <laughs> well, we do, yeah. We do, but I mean, we don't like, yeah. not like books. To paper, they, they, we what, never like two hear, scenes, yeah. like two scenes of them, of them taking tests. Taking that tests, was it. That yeah. was it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, um, I think maybe, and maybe it's not worth mentioning, but I'll just quickly touch on it. Like she is very paired off with Adrian to the point where even Adrian's like trying to copy off of her test. They're like lab partners. They are lab yeah. partners, and I think they stick together everywhere. And so Adrian's kind of trying to copy off her test to the point where the teacher catches it, pulls her, the professor pulls her into his uh, office. And I think to your point, this is when we learn, sh- they know that her family is a very smart family, but that Justine is even smarter. Yeah. And he even says something along the lines of, uh, so what they, what, in, even in the movies, they hammered, uh, even in initiation, um, one of the, the leader of the uh, fraternity said, like, you are now the rookies mm-hmm. of this prestigious, really difficult school to get into. Yeah, so already, the elders. Right. Yeah. So like already, you know, oh, it's like, I don't know, Harvard or Yale of mm-hmm. veterinary schools. Yeah. And, and you are the very few that got in. Mm-hmm. And Adrian is, he says, he, I'm, I barely made it in. 
And for me, like I have to stay like whatever I can do. I have to do whatever I need to do mm-hmm. to stay in school. Right. Um, and, but for her, and you know, for and, her, she's, yeah, for she's like, yeah, it. it's easy for her. So the professor acknowledges that she's super smart so much that even some of the professors are, um, like what? Intimidated by her is what he says, right? Which is so, <laughs> so weird. weird. And they never went back to it, right? Yeah. So right? it's so bizarre. But, um, so even though I think she winds up tattletailing on Adrian, I think he forces it out of her, uh, the professor that he was the one copying off the paper. Though this doesn't really affect him, it seems, and it doesn't no. come back up. No. Um, yeah. And you would think that maybe she would feel bad that about that. That whole scene was to, to show that how, how smart she, she is. is. Yeah. And, um, and I want to say, and maybe this isn't quite in order, but I think it's pretty in order. She And he then, I think she's like, I'm so hungry, I cannot satiate my appetite. Something's going on. And he goes, look, let's go into town. So they drive into town and they go to some like uh, pit, uh, pit, stop, a truck stop, truck stop. Yeah. And she gets a shawarma sandwich or whatever, or wrap, whatever. And she is getting she, down on this meat. Oh man. Like yeah. so nuts. She's eating. She's not even paying attention. No. Like Adrian is talking to her. Uh-huh. Um, and he's talking about like, you know, truck stops and people in truck stops or whatever. And yeah. she's not even paying attention. She's kind of listening, yeah. and but she's like going in on the sandwich. Yeah, he talks about something about like how people get drunk and then still drive their, you know, 18 wheelers or something like that. And then one of the truck, the truck drivers probably overheard them and comes over and he's very intimidating and he starts very um, he inappropriately starts, starts touching, touching Adrian's Adrian. ear. And he's like, you guys must be from the veterinarian school up the road. And he's threatening. He's sort of, yeah, but he's, it's like he's caressing his ear and like grabbing it at the same time right yeah he's yeah. it's very inappropriate and it's very unnerving and poor adrian seems very unnerved and anxious and he's not saying anything but it's very weird because justine is so getting down on the shawarma that she doesn't even pay pause. attention and it almost then makes the truck driver feel a little uneasy himself and it makes him walk away yeah so we you know we see some change happening in justine rather quickly and uh i think the interesting thing is on the way home so remember the opening sequence on the way home, uh, we see them pass a car that has struck a tree and when there's ambulances and there's a cop and we see, I think, uh, what's it called? A gurney being pulled away from the car with a dead body on it. It's all bloody, like totally messed up. And she's staring out of the, uh, what they took a bus to get there, right? She's yeah. staring out of the bus window of seeing this and it's probably like, this is an epiphany of a moment for us as a viewer because you're like, We're making okay, a connection. something's going on. Like somebody's doing this frequently, right? Because yeah. the, the scene we saw in the beginning was separate all to itself. And now this has happened again. Like, oh, this is ironic, right? Um, oh, I I thought, are you sure? It was the yeah. same car, though. Um, I think it's a connection. Hmm. I think it's a, it's a, just a callback to that was scene. It? Yeah. Okay. Perhaps. It was the same color car. Okay. It was the same model. So I was like, oh, it's that scene. Was it the, in the same beginning. car? And the same model? Yeah. That I didn't pick up. Yeah. I think I think I might have been confused then because I know this happens again. So maybe right. I just in I mean, my mind I was like, yeah. man, it happens a lot. <laughs> and you'll find out why in a minute. Yeah. Um. So anyhow, uh, at this point, they're back at home. They're going to school. They're going to class. I think we see a whole scene where um, they tranquilize a horse together in class. It's pretty rough to watch. It's a real, I think they're I, really. I, I st- it, yeah, it's really happening, right? It's it's, a, I still don't know. Under, I don't understand what they were doing to that horse, right? Well, they were they were about to probably study it and do a class about it. And so they tranquilize it. Or they were probably teaching these veterinarians, these budding veterinarians, how to tranquilize a horse. I mean, that could have been the, the class all to itself, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. 
it was awkward in the sense that we thought that something horrible was going to happen to oh, us. Oh no, I didn't. And I think it was like I, the 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 procedural. Like this is what you have to do with the tongue and put it put this thing in the mouth and open it up so they don't really bite their rough. tongue. I've never off. seen that, which was really rough, by yeah. the way, right? Yeah, yeah. But I just meant like knowing what we went to see the movie for, mm-hmm. right? Because we were expecting. Oh, right? I see what you're saying. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, you thought crap. they were going to eat the horse or something, yeah. or like they want to gut it or whatever, sure. like on film. Yeah, right. I I will say that's probably good good thing to add walking into this movie I thought that there were that this movie was going to be especially once I realized that we were in a college setting I did think that some of the rituals were going to be from the seniors making the kids eat flesh and mm-hmm. that in fact only happened with that rabbit kidney. <laughs> that was sad, yeah. so no there is not a large group of cannibals in this movie um, which is what I kind of thought it with was me too okay me too. Yeah. so maybe that's why the horse thing yeah I could see you thinking that for sure yeah so anyway there's a couple a couple uh, school scenes but then Justine's appetite is growing stronger and she's at home in the refrigerator with her back to the camera and Adrian walks in to see her kind of rummaging through the fridge and he goes what are you doing she's like oh I was just eating something and he's you can tell he knows something's up and when he walks away she then like looks behind her to make sure he's not there and she pulls out this large piece of raw chicken and yeah. starts just going down I mean, going to town on, on film it. she yeah. bites into it and yeah. rips the flesh yeah 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 so she's eating that um she then i think clearly is just not like she's she's still looking for something else right um so she's having this like this hunger hunger that she can't seem to satisfy right She's even having, um, her nighttime is getting worse. She's getting very, uh, what's, it, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not rested. Like she's tossing and turning in her bed at night. It's getting really, really bad. Yeah. So at There's some point. There's an interesting scene where the camera is under the sheets with her. Yeah. And she's like. She's like screaming. It's like she's so uncomfortable and she's tossing and turning and almost to the point where she feels like she's getting jabbed by an outside person, you know, that's, she's covered by her sheets and it's. You're making, she's making it seem like she's being kind of poked and prodded like on the outside of her sheet, but she's not. It's just something that she's it's visual through. metaphor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's uh, around now, uh, her sister and she are kind of in her sister's apartment and she's like, hey, you got in trouble for walking down the hallway earlier for not wearing Basically, it's another part of the uh, hazing. You're supposed to dress in like going out clothes, like slutty clothes uh, as you go to class and such. And so uh, her sister, Justine's like, I don't have anything like that. And so what happened earlier in the afternoon was one of the elders, like one of the seniors, she goes, hey, like pledge if you are freshman, if you don't wear a hot outfit, you know what the penalty is. You got to wear the uniform. And then we see Justine walk into class with a big ass diaper on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So she tells her sister, like, I don't have any clothes like that though. So Alexia gives her this blue cocktail dress. She goes here, put this on, but don't stretch it out. And I can't even believe I'm letting you wear this. So it's like typical sister, you know, uh, there's that damn dog again. <laughs> it's like typical sister back and forth, right? Like, yeah. I don't really want you to wear my clothes, but you need something. So she gives her this dress. Um, I think where are we, where are we at now? I want to say like, we're to the next point where the next big rave party is happening. And Justine is slowly getting more acquainted with the party scene. And this party is, uh, it's a little different. It's not one of the big ravey parties, but she's... Yeah, it's like a small dorm party. Yeah, and <laughs> um, and basically the second she gets there, the door opens and uh, they just 
like throw Throw a huge bucket of blue blue paint paint on her. her. And then they grab this guy who's got got yellow paint on her, on him. And they throw him in the closet and they were like, don't come out until you both Both are green. green. Which that thing was kind of funny, right? It's like seven minutes in heaven, but this is, this will prove that you guys actually did something. And so they do actually... And of course we know now she's a virgin and she's never done anything. But as soon as they walk in, he does kind of go for her and she kind of goes into it. Right. And so then they start touching and they start rubbing and they turn in a little green yeah. and then he goes to kiss her. And me, I was like, what? There is so much paint on your mouth. Do not put that <laughs> shit in your mouth. But they start kissing. Yeah, so, and yeah, so we're making out. She's into it. And she's you call getting it, into it. You called it. You were like, as soon as the camera goes outside of that closet, you know, you're going to hear him scream. Yeah. So he does. Yeah. And she bites his lip. Like a chunk out of chunk the lip, out of it, literally yeah. the bottom lip chunk, it's and gone. he screams and he comes down. She's like, she's fucking crazy, yeah. And they're all like, oh my god, what happened? And she's she's embarrassed. And I think Adrian was Adrian there, and he takes her home. Um, but in yeah. any case, I just know like she goes back home. Adrian's there. She showers all the paint off, off of, her. of her. She's uh, very distraught over what she's done. It seems, and I think he's but not, not about what she's done to the guy. Like what's happening to her, right? What's happening, yeah. sure. She doesn't so care. <laughs> she showers all the paint off. She's in her towel. She walks out. I think um, she lies down with him. And again, this is in a sisterly, brotherly way. And I think she, she makes some comment like, um, or he says to her, are you a virgin? Basically, she confirms, yes, she is. And then she kind of says to him, are you going to kiss me? And he said, no, like, I'm gay. Right. And she gets up and she goes away. And all of a sudden she shuts her door, but no, no sooner than, oh, he turns on porn. Okay. He turns on gay porn and starts jerking off. And then she opens up the door again and he looks at her I feel about that. and yeah, she goes like this. She goes, it's bad. Meaning like I need her urges. Sex. Like yeah. her urges are bad. So he has sex with her and, um, it's very passionate from what it seems. It's very, what making, yeah. I mean, it gets it gets real pretty quick. I mean, they are tossing around. It, the it's shot really well. Um, she, I remember thinking to myself, "Damn, for her first time, she's getting pretty uh, aggressive. Yeah. Like she's taking charge. She gets on top at some point. Yeah, yeah and she's doing things like um, she keeps trying like to- a veteran. I mean, like someone yeah. who's done this before in the exactly. past. She's like nibbling on his ear, his mm-hmm. neck, and then she starts to get rough, rough, a little rougher, a little rougher. And, and he's, he's like, like pushing her head off and kind of being like, saying, hey, stop. Yeah, he's not saying no, but he's like, hey, chill that kind of hurts. Yeah, yeah, chill out. Yeah. And then she keeps going for it and going for it, and it gets harder and harder for her to kind of contain and, herself. And obviously all the viewers are getting a little anxious, like, I'm like, right? oh, God, what's about to happen? Because she already that, saw him bite. Mm-hmm. We already saw her bite a lip off, right? So she basically... Uh, on the last go at, hit, at biting kind of his shoulder area, she, 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 she pushes her away. She, she can't take it anymore. And, and she just lunges into her own arm. Yeah. And just bites but, the shit but, out of it. But at first we think that she took a bite out of Adrian, mm. but then it cuts and it's like, her. It's her. And there's she blood bite, everywhere. Yeah. And he just kind of caresses her head. Like he puts his hand on her head and you can tell he's like, something is not, going on yeah. with her. And he's, think, but he's it, not judgy. He's not scared. I think it cuts from that, right? Goes yeah. So it's just, it kind of ends yeah. like that. And she's, uh, I guess for lack of better words, has climaxed, right? I'm pretty sure she did. I think that was the analogy as well. Like, okay, she's yeah, done. Okay. Um, so anyway, now there's this, 
uh, scene. This very interesting scene. This is probably going to be one of the scenes that everybody talks about most. This is probably going to be the scene. I bet you most people get turned off by. Um, so she's with her sister. And you know, to be honest, this, these might have been flipped, but I don't think it matters. So in any case, she goes to her sister's apartment and her sister's kind of like, Oh, you're a virgin still. And, or, or whatever. She's like, have you ever waxed though? Like, okay, if you're going to be here in college and we're going to take you out to this party, like, can you please, for the love of God, uh, like trim up that pubic hair. And she's like, what? No, I don't need to. And she's like, yes, you do here. So she lays her down on the bed and the scene now cuts to Justine laying on her back with her knees up and the camera is literally coming up towards her, you know, front end. And her sister comes up with this hot wax and she's got her, her underwear on, but close up shot of pubic hair, really, really close of this. Okay. This scene, um, I didn't, uh, I was going to say, I didn't understand. No, <laughs> she, remember she like, she like lays her down, mm-hmm. she lays down. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the camera is going like looking right up at her mm-hmm. crotch, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And her sister goes in the bathroom to get the wax ready. Mm-hmm. And you remember the dog comes over, so it's licking a little, her. But for like for a sec, I go, Oh my God, is her dog about the, to lick her? The dog does it twice. Remember? Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is that in there? I don't know. <laughs> it's so she goes up and then she rubs the wax on her one side, her outer yeah. side, yeah. and she rips it off and she gets all the hair. She's like, oh, look at that. I love, I love like all this hair, like pulling out all this hair. And, and just Justine's like, freaking fuck, out. Like, this is yeah. the pain, most painful thing. And she goes, well, I got to get the other side. And she goes, no, Let no, me no, ask no, you no, something. no. Let what? me ask you something. Does the wax actually look like that? I've never seen wax that look like fat bubble gum, right? but a, whatever. Because uh, like I've seen that scene like in other movies mm-hmm. and it looks more like like honey or whatever that they yeah. paste over. Yeah, and it's then French it's, wax. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is it? It looks like, what, is, what did I say in the movie theater? A cock? Like, you know, cock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like. So she's going to do the other side and Justine is like, no, but she kind of does it just at the right minute before she. It's sits already up. on. She goes. It's, it's already on. on. Then yeah. she goes to pull it, and she can't, and she can't, and she can't, and she. Can't. And the camera's literally. I'm talking like right up I in that, understand. so that the, the hair is kind of like yeah. roughly pulling away. And, and I go, skin, she's gonna pull her skin off. Skin off. Yeah. So she can't get it. So then Alexia goes, "I'm gonna have to cut, cut this it. off." <laughs> so she's like, goes and gets some scissors, and she comes back, and Justine goes. No, just at the minute that Alexia goes to start like trying to trim some of the top layer of the wax off. And well, she when she, is, go, when she, she says thought, no, she jerks her foot and yeah, her hand and kind of kicks Alexia. Right. And when Alexia comes up from the like underneath see, side well, of the we bed, blood. We, yeah. she, she like looks like shocked and she holds her hand up in front of the camera and she's missing her ring finger, ring right? finger. Yeah. And she looks From, down, f- down she to looks the, at her, down to the, what, the second knuckle? Yeah, yeah. she looks down, she passes out. So Which uh, is, Justine starts panicking, right? She's got, <laughs> she, so she's got her underwear on, uh, uh, half of her vagina is covered in wax. She runs over and grabs a phone and starts calling, you know, presumably 911. And she goes, um, my sister mm-hmm. cut herself. What do I do? Her finger's off and they go find some ice. She opens up the freezer. There's no ice. So she sits there just like okay well they go we're on our way she hangs up the phone you got the dog uh quickly walking around the sister alexia who's passed out and it's like there's a pile of blood that he's licking now and she's over there uh justine's with her back on the floor she's sitting on the floor looking at this finger that she's holding no she was looking she actually looks for the finger and that's what she she finds finds it it because the dog finds it first and she's grabs it before the dog yeah she yeah snatches it so she's looking at this 
finger and she doesn't know what to do because she's got no ice and so it starts to drip blood and I guess you know what's coming next but she licks the dripping blood then she licks it again and then she kind of squeezes it and pours like blood into her lap, uh, her palm of her hand, is, and she is, like licks that up. This is when I stepped out this to get more beer. To, this, did you actually go step out because you couldn't handle the scene? Just kidding. <laughs> um, so then she takes it and she, I'll fill you in. I told you, like, remember Tom Hanks and Big when he starts eating the little mini corns, at, like a corn on the cob, because he had never seen yeah, it before. Yeah, yeah. This is how she's eating the finger. Okay, it's like oh. So she starts doing that. And but she, that wasn't she's gory at all. Like she was pulling the skin off the. She was. She was. Pu- she first took like a teeny little piece yeah. of skin and kind of chewed it up, and then she couldn't stop herself. Yeah. So she eats the whole thing like a little mini corn, <laughs> and the sister wakes up over on the side, and so the camera's kind. of... You would think she would just stick the whole thing in her mouth. Well, she was just like kind yeah. of, and then she was kind of pu- like, like, like chewing chicken it wings. like a chicken, like chicken wing, wing at the end. Yeah. Okay. So after that, her sister Alexia wakes up, sees her doing this, and she looks at her really slowly. There's a tear dripping down her face, but this look of oh shit. And then the the scene cuts. So now we're in the hospital. Mom and dad are there. Um, and basically they wheel Alexia out. She's got her finger wrapped up. Um, the doctors go, I can't believe the dog ate it. And they were like, well, this happens. And, uh, so, you know, now that Alexia has covered for Justine, she has lied to say that quickie ate it. Yeah. So now you're outside and Justine and her dad are talking and Justine's dad offers her a cigarette and goes, do you smoke? And he goes, well, here anyway, because obviously they're going through something traumatic. So yeah. they both are smoking a cigarette, yeah. ma- uh, daughter and father. And he goes, well, I guess we're going to have to put quickie down. And Justine, knowing that she's the one that ate the finger and not the dog, she's like, why? He, he didn't mean it, though. He didn't hurt her. Like he didn't attack her. And he goes, it doesn't matter. Once an animal tastes human flesh, it'll always want more. So <laughs> foreboding, right? All right. So um, essentially, Justine and Alexia are leaving the hospital. Um, They're heading back to campus. And this is when we see the person who jumps out of trees and causes accidents are none is none other than our older sister. So guess what? Eating flesh and drinking blood runs in the family. family. And, uh, and Alexia and has figured out how to get her feet on. hunt, okay? right? Yeah. It's, it, and it looks like it too. Like, you know, when you like, um, the lioness teaches her, and, you know, cubs how to hunt. Mm-hmm. They like, you know, hide in the bushes and they jump out. Yeah. It's basically, that's what's happening here. Yep. Like yep. they're hiding um, and uh, in the bushes in the side of the road. And her sister's like just going off about like what's happening, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, why are we here? And all of a sudden in this mid conversation, her sister jumps out onto, right. the, onto the road. Yeah. Um, so and then there's a car accident. There's a person a car accident. in it. And she starts eating at the head. Um, was she eating? She's sucking on the blood. Well, she started like yeah. chomping on the, yeah. the head that, that was like banged up. And she goes, come here, get in on this. And Justine's like, I did no. this for you. Yeah. Right? And she goes, are you an idiot? Like, you need this. You yeah. literally have to eat. Yeah. Like, you need this now. And she goes, no, I can't. I just, and she's kind of horrified that her older sister does this, right? Yeah. And so now I was she's a little like, frustrated oh. by this scene because she could have said, I, I saw you eat my finger. I didn't, I didn't tell, you know, and just like, and, and say like, hey, like, this is who we are. Like, this craving is not going to go away. Mm-hmm. And, but like, they don't, she doesn't explain. She just lets her sister walk away, right? She walks away. She's like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm out. Well, I think she realizes she this is a go. hard, this is hard thing to stomach that you've, that you now need human flesh. You okay. Know? But that's fine. Like, 
then just like going through hazing, like it's a hard thing to get past or get through. And so I think she's then, she then knows she she's got to give I, her that. I just think that she should ease her way in. Like, yeah. what, what, what we're about to do, and well, all I'm of a sudden sure just do it. In by eating her own fucking sister's finger, right? And, and I just meant like teaching her. Yeah. Like you know, just ease her way in, like explain what's going on instead of like. Here, eat this dead yeah. pe- I mean, two I people. I mean, I just killed. I think by know? her making sure that she didn't get in trouble for eating her finger was kind of her acknowledgement and her being cool with it and her letting her know this is it. This is how we are. So, um, anyhow, I think I think the 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 next part of the story. This is where like uh, Justine just starts getting like really amped up, right? This is when things kind of start going. Um, she's her senses are heightening. Um, so basically she is in a mirror and this is when you're like, oh, okay. And she's got some music in her headphones and it's a really raunchy, raunchy song. Do you remember that? And she's like looking at herself and she's like getting all into the music and yeah. she's got her sister's it's blue like cocktail a, dress on. It's like, what is it, like a rap, like French rap? Yeah, it's yeah. like total French rap. It's like it crazy raunchy. sexual. It's actually very sexual. Really, really bad, big time with like about drugs and rap. everything. It's yeah. Like trap rap. So she's looking at the mirror and she's looking at herself and she starts basically licking the mirror and licking her, basically the reflection of herself while her sister and Adrian are playing video games out in the other room. Right. So she's, she's like really getting in there and she's kissing. She puts lipstick all over her face. She's like coming into her sexuality and her (laughs) womanness and she puts on lipstick and she starts kissing the mirror and she starts making out with the mirror. And then I don't know if she gets interrupted or what, but she walks out to see her sister and Adrian playing the video games and kind of getting along. Um, and you can tell, I think Adrian leaves and she sits down and plays video games with her sister now. Um, but you, she, I think she asks her like, you and Adrian get along pretty well. Like what's up with that? So it was almost like Justine's getting a little jealous, jealous of the definitely. relationship between yeah. Alexia and, uh, and video game, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, and at some point later she accuses Adrian of this as well. And Adrian gets, gets really pissed. pissed in class so much. So he interrupts the entire class during a test to say, I, I didn't keep myself like in the closet for this long to finally be gay only to basically, uh, have to deal with, like girl issues like this like what the fuck and he gets up and he kind of throws his like chair forward and he runs out right he's, she's treating him like a boyfriend like a sort boyfriend. of and but, she's like saying oh you're gonna treat me like this now you're yeah gonna, you've deflowered me yeah but that's disingenuous of him to say look uh, you know to me like i'm gay da, da, da. you did have sex with her you know, it's, yeah. it's natural for her to be confused what the fuck is going on. Right. True. You know, and, and he's like, oh, I mean, he sort of blames it on her when he walks away. Yeah. Right. And make her feel bad. I'm like, that's this is two way two way street. Like you both. Well, what set her off was that she was doing a yeah. test and he shows her his cell phone where it said, if you're sitting next to my sister, tell her to check her fucking phone. Yeah. So she che- she's, she's just pissed and she goes. How does my sister have have your cell phone? So she's get there's, you know, themes of jealousy are coming out now. Definitely. And, um, so basically Justine is now amped up. She's got her cocktail dress on and there's a major party happening tonight. Another big rave in that warehouse situation. So, um, we all go out and Justine is, what do you want to call it? (laughs) She's in her, she's like in club and mentality mm-hmm. and she's drinking so much. She drinks literally a full glass of vodka. She's kind of going nuts. She goes up and just starts like eyeing people like really with a drunk Men eyes. or women. It doesn't Both. matter. Yeah. She's trying to make out with everyone and they're all pushing her and <laughs> like, she's like bouncing around like a freaking um, 
what's it called? Pinball. Pinball. Yeah. Like she's a pinball in a pinball machine, you know, and she's awkward as hell. And you feel very uncomfortable watching her in the situation. And she goes up to this other group of people that's making out. And she's like, yeah. And then her sister sees her. Right. And she grabs her sister. So to your point earlier, she was trying to ease her in. Okay. Well now she takes her out of this big, huge party area. And Justine is wasted. You can tell she's sloshing, sloshing around. You don't really know what's happening, but Justine gets taken to the morgue area where I guess um, the bodies of these dead animals are or what have you. And you don't really know what's about to happen in the scene (laughs) cuts, right? So the next day, Justine rolls out of bed, really hungover. She goes to class with that blue dress on. It's really painful to see this happen. She goes in and everybody's staring at her, like disgusted. Clearly something happened. And she smells her armpit. Like, do I smell? Yeah. But no, she didn't. She didn't realize. Like this girl doesn't even want to sit next to Uh her. And so Adrian comes into the classroom, sits down next to her and he goes, I need to show you something. So he takes her into the, a bathroom, bathroom stall and yeah. he pulls open his phone and finds like on YouTube a video. And the video is of someone in a group setting, like in a, um, like a... Uh, you, know, you know what that video reminded me of? Mm-hmm. of um, Requiem for Dream. Remember mm-hmm. that scene with Jennifer Connelly? Mm-hmm. She's like dancing and like having sex with another girl in front of all those businessmen and there's just flashlights everywhere. Right. It reminded me of that scene because yeah, there yeah. are flashlights so from multiple sources. Yeah. So they're like little miniature spotlights everywhere in yeah. this morgue, yeah. right? And so you're seeing what had happened last night. And what had yeah. happened last night was everybody that was previously in that party rave was in the morgue standing around and you don't know what's coming. And then finally the person who's videotaping this or filming gets it with their the camera crowd, gets yeah. through the crowd and gets to a point where you see the most drunkest, saddest, most, oh God, it was just awful. Her eyes are sort of like rolling uh, rolling back in her head. So bad. And she's on the ground on all fours and her sister, this is what I don't understand. This is veterinarian school, but that was a human Human body. body, I'm a little confused. Yeah. And so she's got this naked man kind of uh, pulled out of one of the, you know, drawers and she's dangling his hand in front of Justine, her sister's face. Arm, yeah. And Justine keeps going to bite at it, at like, it a like a dog. Yeah. So what in the hell? So her, so basically she gets really pissed and angry and she kind of gets mad at Adrian. Adrian's like, why are you getting mad at me? I'm just showing you, like, you, you just need to know. And I, I don't know what's going on with you, but like something's happening. So Justine's very embarrassed. She's pissed. She's angry. She runs out onto the quad or whatever you want to call it. And she finds her sister and there's a lot of people around and this is when the sister fight of all sister fights happens. I mean, there's never been a scene between two sisters like this. They, they are fight. going at each other yeah. with not just their fists, but, but their mouths. Th- yeah. They start biting each other, violently biting each other to the point when... Well, she bites her first, right? Yeah. The little, uh, the Justine bites Alexia uh-huh, first. Uh-huh. And then Alexia kind of bites back. And then all of a sudden she oh goes to bite her God. face and she bites a huge chunk out of Justine's cheek. Like huge. huge. And kind of spits it out and or something, per- right? Yeah, I was like, that's permanent. Permanent damage. Yeah. And then she bites back. I think she gets her arm or something. And yeah. uh, and this is when people are like frightened. They're like, what in the hell is going on? And they try to pull the two of them away. And it's... Uh, they do get them away, but then it's almost like everyone I want to say is kind of turning on them. And it almost, I think it leads to the two of them kind of walking away together, right? Like broken and beaten and walking away together. Yeah. So they go back to the dorm and, um, uh, I believe 
Justine is helping clean. I'm sorry. Uh, Alexia is cleaning Justine's face wound because it is bad. Yeah. She puts a bandage on it. It's bleeding through. They both feel they're both quiet. I think they're both like, what in the world is going on? Um, but the older sister does take care of her younger sister at this yeah. moment in time. It's, it's a nice moment. It right? is. Yeah. It's a nice moment. Um, it's pretty awful. It was very, it was just very hard to watch these two like this. Um, and then they go back to Justine's dorm and, um, you know, she cleans her up. She helps her out. I think they both feel really bad. Um, and basically she gets her into bed. She puts her in to bed. She being Alexia puts uh, Justine into bed. I think they both go to bed. When we wake up, and this is kind of the culmination of the whole film, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, when they wake up, like she wakes up next to Adrian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so I you was, know Justine's in Adrian's bed because she's in his room. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I, I thought I was like, well, he's gonna be like upset that like she crawled in. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But and yeah. and again, I. But think she's happy, right? She wakes up. She looks at. She looks, she looks at, at him. Face. She starts kind of like petting his sleeping face. Yeah. She's like, oh, you can tell she really has a genuine care for this guy. Um, maybe she's falling in love with him. Maybe she looks it's because like, it was her first. Maybe it was yeah. because he's well, so definitely, caring. Definitely, definitely. She's like puppy love, right? Maybe. Right. And like she's she, definitely falling in love with him. But now she's going to get a little, little jiggy with it. And she takes her hand and puts it down south on him. And when she, she does so. Petting. No. No, no. She was definitely <laughs> going to like grab something and probably wake him up, right? <laughs> and when she does that, she looks shocked and she pulls her hand back out under the sheets and her hand is covered it's in all blood. blood. So she pulls the, the sheets big reveal. Back. Like she pulls the, the sheets back quick. Literally, the yeah. reveal is that a big chunk of Adrian's thigh is missing. Like, I mean, when I say big chunk, it's like you could see the bone like coming through. Um, and she freaks out. She slaps him and she tries to wake him up, but he's not, he's like, he's basically dead. He's not he's, basically dead. He's, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's dead. And she gets up and, and she's, she's angry. Freaking she's out. like, why did you let me do this? Like, why wouldn't you have hit me? Why did you let me do this? Yeah. Cause she thinks she did it. And she's panicking. Yeah. Now we should say that because she, she may, and we as the audience may have thought that she did it because she did have blood all over her face mm-hmm. because of her cheek wound. All right. Mm-hmm. So she, when she gets up, she sees also, cause he's laying on his side, he was facing her, but when she yeah. gets behind him, she sees a huge puncture hole in his spine. Um, because you're like, well, why would he have let her do this? You know, and how would he have been taken over? It was what a gunshot at first. Yeah. It did, right. Yeah. But then she sees a ski pole on the ground and that ski pole, I think we saw it in some earlier scene. I forget why, it, but it's, it's definitely, it's a recall. We didn't mention it, but I it, can't um, remember why, yeah. but anyway, it's covered in blood and, um, she takes that ski pole and she opens up her own bedroom door, which is where Alexia was. And Alexia is in not this in trance yeah. state on the floor, uh, playing, not even playing the video she, game though. It's no. like she's going through the motions and it's almost as if she's, uh, like I said, in a trance state, right? Or in some kind of comatose, weird situation. We we, yeah. We don't know whether this happens to the family. Like when you, when they eat like afterwards, like. I don't know what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like she's it's like, like drunk I, on blood or something, right? Right. right. So she like, takes the ski pole and she starts like putting the point into her sister's head because she's angry. She's, she's so to, mad. She's, she's about to, yeah. Be, oh, because we should say Alexia's face is covered in blood. It is clear she was the eater of yeah. Adrian. So her sister keeps taking this thing, and you think she's just gonna like stab her in the forehead with the ski pole, but she winds up pulling it away, just leaving a bloody kind of mark on her yeah. forehead. And then she grabs her sister. 
And instead of retaliating, she takes her, she strips her down and her sister is completely like a noodle. She's just out of it. Loose limb person. She strips her down. She puts her in the shower. She gets in with her Uh and she very caringly washes all of the blood off of her. And there's a lot. So My favorite scene. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nasty. Okay. Um, half of them is only 15 years old. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so the scene cuts oh, to where are we? We're in prison. So Alexia is in jail, and the parents get up. You barely see them say goodbye, and then Justine is left across from her sister uh, from the on the window or the mm-hmm. glass pane, and she's. This sometimes has gone by because her scar is now healed, although it looks pretty, uh, pretty yeah. fucked up. And she leans her cheek up against the window and her sister kisses it, right? The, yeah. the scar area where she, she bit moment. her. She gets up, she kind of lo- looks at her lovingly and they, they walk away. No, no, no. Okay. She puts her cheek on the window mm-hmm. and her sister puts another thing on the window before she kisses it. Her, her finger. finger yeah, that, she that chopped like off. missing finger. Yeah, so it's like... Uh, you did this to me. Mm-hmm. Well, you did this to me. Right. And then she kisses her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. So. And they both smile when they do that. They both like, smile. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so we're back at the, uh, the home, the cannibal home, home of Z cannibals. And, uh, we're having dinner or something. We're having a meal, right? Are we having a meal or we're just yes. at a table? Yeah. Okay. Yes. They're about to. And, uh, I think the mom, oh yeah, no, we're having a meal. You know why? Because this is when mom shows her colors again. Her mother goes, eat, eat. And, uh, Justine goes, I'm just, I'm not hungry anymore, mom. And she goes, I don't care. You're not leaving this table until you're finished eating all of your vegetables. And I was like, okay, no, I mean, I get it now. I get it now. But you're like, come on, mom. She's in fucking college. Like your, her sister's in prison. Like vegetables is your worry. So she gets up and leaves the, the scene and it's just, we never see her. Do we? You see her briefly. No, like in her face, like what she looks like. Yeah, yeah, you do. So she gets up and she leaves and it's just dad now and Justine across the table from each other. Now I should mention, it's very hard to not notice what seems to be a reworked cleft lip on dad. At this point in the movie, though, and you hmm. see this early on, but at this point in the movie, your curiosity is a little spiked. The fact that movie was still going on, we knew something was still up. Right, right. right. There's going to be some Well, and reveal. now I'm like, I mean, it was very clear he yeah, had I like mean, a cleft lip in yeah. the earlier. And I was like, oh, the actor had a cleft lip that was restructured. Right. And that was what I thought when the movie first opened. But now I'm but like, now maybe that else. wasn't it. Yeah. So he's talking to Justine and he starts going on about um, when her older sister was young, she was kind of the life of the party and all of their friends really loved her. And she was so um, different and vibrant and they don't really know what happened or when the turn happened. And he starts just alluding to when things changed. Yeah. Now, this is when you and I, we definitely had, maybe something got lost in translation, but here's how I it's see the way it. The stereo, it's the way the subtitles came, th- right. came in that was confusing. Sure. So I, this is how I saw it. I saw it as he started, starts out by talking about Alexia and like how she grew from just this vibrant, cute, little sweet girl that everybody loved to something different. And then what I think uh, is when he starts talking about when he, when he first met their mother. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Okay. Okay. I, I just, I just said like, I was confused. It was a little confused. Yeah, it was, it was, Certainly. The, yeah. Cause he, he goes from that Which, until. Where's the jump? Yeah. Yeah. Like, until kissing. Right. Right. And I was like, it's, and we thought that he was kissing his daughter, but it was not. It's not the so case. he yeah. basically is like, I remember the first time your mother and I kissed in mm-hmm. college and he goes, I was a little confused cause I thought we were just friends, but she saw me as a boyfriend. 
And I was like, okay, now he's talking about kissing. And now he's got this big ass scar on his upper lip. And we know what Justine did to some guy's lip before, right? So he says something like, um, and after that, I guess we were just connected or something. I think. Um, I the word he used. Um, but then he opens up his shirt. And this is the majorest of all reveals, right? Yeah. He's got scars from his neck down to his abdomen is I mean, it's abdomen. like he was tortured for yeah. years and there are bite marks, bite chunks marks. of it missing. Yep. That have healed over. Um, yeah. And so clearly mom has an appetite for flesh and meat. And, um, I think it r- clearly somehow, runs in the family. Then. Yeah. It runs in the family and she clearly for somehow got it under control. Um, it doesn't really, you know, well now she's a very like strict. stern, Vegetarian, vegetarian, vegan, whatever. Yeah. And it's interesting that dad was the one that made the comment earlier about the dog having first taste of flesh and then always wanting it again. Um, so clearly I think it's alluded to that they'll never get past this. You can fight it all you want, but these urges and this thing that's a part of you will always be there or what have you. And you just have to control it. You have to right? control it. Yeah. And um, so, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, that's how the movie ends. And um, you know, it's- Is the daughter crying take... by the way? Is Justine kind of like tears rolling down her face? Uh, I, I don't I remember. So. I, I think don't. it's like the realization that this is- she now knows probably a, why she is the way she is. Yeah. Some um, answer, the, uh, unanswered questions. I think they should have told her early on. Yeah. But then there won't be a movie. But Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and he, that's what he's doing. Right? He's yeah. basically telling her. Yeah. Um, uh, so I know we the, both walked out of this like, oh, go ahead. Well, because I, I was still, I had a ping mm-hmm. of going in with certain expectation and those not being met. Right, mm-hmm. um, uh, and thinking you and I were thinking oh, it was a whole group of cannibals. Oh, it's going to be gory or... left and right. It's going to be like the remake of Evil Dead, which yeah. was like really, really un—well, I won't say unnecessary, but it was really gory. Yeah, yeah. Right, and it wasn't. No. Um, and but once that I was over, got over that, mm-hmm. um, and really just sort of thought about the movie itself mm-hmm. as I was driving home that night. And I was like, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's a coming of age mm-hmm. story, just like. Um, told in a different way, yeah. in a horror, you know, sort of um, Yeah, I mean, this lens. is much more of a drama than a horror, in my mind, in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah. And it definitely is an interesting way of telling uh, the story about a, a young girl kind pre- of growing up and being forced into a very, very odd situation. That is your first year of college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are thrown into something unlike you've ever yeah. been a part of. And when you have parents, and I think I said this to you, my interpretation of it, I, I don't think, I think you and I both With sexuality, out, like her coming of, I think it's sexuality for sure. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, um, but I also think it's all the parts of you growing up and realizing that all the things that your parents tell you not to do and that it's bad, it's really hard to suppress that. And that maybe they're not so bad. Maybe they are maybe, but you, you know, you figure it out in that time of your life. And clearly yeah. the mother yeah. did too. Yeah. And then now she's kind of figured it out, I guess, like you said earlier, yeah. you know, suppressing certain things, yeah. but that we all have this time in our life where we experiment sometimes dangerously, you know, may that be unprotected sex mm-hmm. or what have you, mm-hmm. uh, drinking until we black out. I mean, mm-hmm. Justine is blacked out to the point where she doesn't even remember almost eating a cadaver finger. Yeah. We, See, I've had yeah. blackout moments. Like I've had certain situations that if you really think about it, it's not just, it's not funny to talk about the next day. It's actually quite terrifying. I, I agree with that, with your assessment. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that's, um, uh, whether the director's atten- intention was when she wrote it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, like, if then then what the cannibalism um, in sort of um, and also could be a I don't know metaphor 
remember I said about, it, I don't know, is it addiction too? But like in the, I think your um, uh, assessment probably fits better for the overall storyline. Mm-hmm. And because and for me, I was sitting there going, what does that mean? What does it mean? What, what were they sort of, um, what is her mom and the family mm-hmm. uh, are struggling with? What is this cannibalism? Why is it yeah. struggling with it? And I was like, oh, maybe it is sort of like addiction, right? Yeah. That like, that her, her mom has, um, 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 passed down to her kids yeah. and they are struggling with it um, as as she did. Right. She's obviously got it under control and how that sort of, um, whatever addiction that is, hurts other members of the family too, like her husband. Sure, right? sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, it's also interesting too that, okay, our lead uh, actors are females. They're going through a very interesting time in their life. They're, playing with sexuality. They're playing with female director, female writer, by the way. Oh, interesting. So yeah, Uh, I don't know if you knew that. I didn't actually. And, um, and then our other like main male is gay and he's actually, um, and then the dad, right. And Mm -hmm. both of them are victims to these females desires. So, you know, I don't know if I were to really think even more deeply about this, I would feel like, um, I think you can go either way. I, um, I, I think it's, I think it's about, I, I, you know, I think I, I said this to you too. I have this belief. I have this belief that if you keep your kids too close and you keep them too tightly locked down, they go absolutely bananas when they hit college. I think they sleep around more than you ever would in the rest of your life. I think mm-hmm. you do, you experiment with all the things that you never really, I dabbled in things throughout high school. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I feel like when I got to college, I wasn't in such a new atmosphere that I felt like I needed to go crazy, but I know people that did. And so in my opinion, Justine was that kind of person that, that, that childlike character that is a virgin, you know, didn't lose their virginity in high school, didn't drink a thing, didn't do any drugs and having to figure out how to handle that situation. I think that's what it's about. And then, yeah, I I think, I think, um, kids that grow up in that sort of um, surrounding mm-hmm. it's dangerous not to all kids like yeah. that but it is dangerous to, to, some. to some who are could have um qualities like addiction yeah, right like it. yeah or it just some people have uh, like if your parents are saying like you can't eat a meatball like and eat your veggies and no, don't do I, anything like and they're calling her sister yeah. like the bad sister right I, I just meant like there are people who've come out of that type of um, like friends that I know, like mm-hmm. uh, who are, who went through the, who went through um, uh, their young, uh, I don't know, adolescence or mm-hmm. whatever, um, doing drugs, doing sure. alcohol. And a lot of it, and weekly. Yeah, yeah every, a lot of it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then coming, coming out like, okay, adult. Well, and that's I know my some, point. I, I think know it's s- about fine tuning your life, right? It's about, I think, yes, there's definitely people that and fall I know victim some and become who, an addict, right? Who lost their life. Yeah. I know two brothers, yeah. in fact, yeah. who grew up like like that, and then one had a way different outcome mm-hmm. than the other. Yeah, it's a sad outcome, but totally. shocking. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I anyway, think. Anyway, what, what time? What is the time for? It's time for. Well, wait, hold on. Did you like it? Would you recommend it? I said. Yeah, you I said, I said you, that. I, mean, I said yeah. yeah. I said I driving home and I thought about it and I really liked the film. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure. Just cover. I, mean, I know you're just trying for, to. For the record, Tracy. <laughs> I need Thumb, you to be on the record for our people th- here. Thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, I would agree. And I, I definitely don't think it was what I thought it was going to be, like you said, either. Um, I think originally I came away from it a little disappointed, but I've grown to love it a little more. 
Um, and also I love French horror. French horror to me is, I mean, they go to places that American horror does not. And they, uh, there's at least five in the top of my head that I think are superb horror films like martyrs. I know I've told you about that. I really want you to watch it. Um, high tension was a French film. That's, uh, very different, pretty interesting. And I'm, th- I'm trying to think of, the- Oh, inside. And I don't know how to speak in French, but it's called like Le Interior or something. But inside, it is crazy nuts. Mm-hmm. And so I have to see more. Th- yeah, you've got yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, none of these these to. themes are yeah. not used in American horror. So yeah. I give my tip my hat to to this one as well. All right, so now it's that time. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a, a little bit of a different listener mail, as I mentioned uh, earlier in this episode. Um, from Ashley L. Ashley says, Hey, Minky and Tracy, I love you guys. <laughs> Exclamation points. Ah. My friend told me about your podcast. Listening to your last podcast episode right now. <laughs> I haven't seen these movies, but my sister has. And can you just watch it and do a podcast on them? So she gives us a <laughs> list of things that she wants us to do some episodes on. Um, so the first one is Art of the Devil. Apparently there's parts one, two, and three. Snow White, she says she thinks it's Japanese. Cinderella, I think it's Japanese or Korean. And Dumpling, which she says, I watched this one. It was kind of traumatizing, but it's different. That's all I can think of for now. Hope this helps, and I can't wait to hear more from y'all. P.S. I'm from Maryland. (laughs) Um, So thank you, Ashley. Um, On a quick, uh, what what you want to call it, search, I think you found that Dumpling we could watch on Shudder. So should we, for the sake of... And uh, Cinderella is a Korean horror okay. film. So which one do you want to pick for next time? I think let's, we should... Let's do... Okay. We don't know. Like, Dumpling, I've seen the short. Oh, you right? have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, if you've ever seen the movie Three Extremes, one of them is Dumplings. Interesting. And and I guess they made a, a full-length movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Was the short good? Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was good. Okay. Um, Would you say it's traumatizing? Actually, there's a scene that you might um, go, eh, like maybe cringe. Uh-oh. So how about, how about this? How about this? No, it's oh, not. Okay. It's not. How about this? We'll, t- um, we'll shoot for, let's shoot for like Cinderella or the other one. If, if we can't find that, like we can't watch it, let's watch Dumplings. So it's either Cinderella or Dumplings next week. Let's just, let's just, cause we know we can get dumplings and, and, for and people not, to go and not watch. night drive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some other time. Um, so let's just say dumplings then so that our folks can go and watch that too, if they want to and get on shutter and check out all the scary movies there. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So we're both appeasing our, the request or, um, doing right by Ashley's request and recommendation. So thank you, Ashley. And again, if you guys want to plastic surgery, Cinderella. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll watch that next time. But like, let's watch Dumplings this this coming time. Um, so go out and watch it. And <laughs> this coming time. Out. I'm sorry. I'm just stumbling on my words now. Yeah. Um, so please, if you have a recommendation for us, something yeah. that you think we haven't seen or might enjoy, email us. Email us. Or if you um, remember the first time that you watched a scary movie or just any time. Um, or, and, you, and you want to tell us a story about it? Or your first horror novel you read. Or the first time you <laughs> graphic went to... Novel, yeah, horror, graphic novel. Whatever you want to share with us, please email us. We'd yeah. really appreciate it. At onefinalscare at gmail.com. Yep. And also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, no, and, not Twitter. Facebook. I mean, not Twitter. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. What are you talking about? Instagram and Facebook. Instagram and yeah, Facebook. You can just search Whoopsie. us under one final scare. 
Um, and you know, um, if oh. you want to buy some shirts or oh, whatever, yeah. buy our. Because some people are. <laughs> and we would love if you uh, um, bought a shirt and wore it in and our took store. A photo of yourself. And you can find the link uh, to our so- store at, on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. But also, if you go to redbubble.com, search just search One, one Final, Final Scare, Scare and you can find all the stuff. Um, if thank you. Wanna, you. If you want to share with me, my face, and Chasey's face. No, you don't want chest. that. Just yes, buy the ones with the, the logos. Best one. That's the best one. Okay, whatever. Listen, <laughs> listen. Um, to those of you who have bought shirts and we don't know who you are, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And, um, we'll be obviously using Take a the, photo and like tag us. Yeah. Tag so yeah. that we know. Yeah. And also, um, we'll be using that money to do more of these episodes. So please, um, you know, consider listening, consider keeping this thing going with us. I don't know how much more I can take of Minky. I'm just going to, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so rude. I'm kidding. Ooh, but, um, so if you rude. could, uh, write us a review, I know we asked last time, um, we would love to see some reviews go up on iTunes or Stitcher. I think somebody actually reviewed us on Stitcher. So thank you. Um, and, uh, rate us. Yeah. We'd really love if you awesome. did that. Great. Um, and I think we have to go. We have to go. So this is Minky. And this is Tracy. Signing off. Bye-bye. Bye.